Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marshani, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. If you ever miss any of our shows in their entirety, you know they're available and free at Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, and Blog Talk Radio. And today we're joined with an FIU standout, one of the Panthers' anchors to that fantastic offensive line. It's none other than Shane Magoo. He was also at the Tropical Bowl, and then he made his way out west, and he participated in the 74th Holdable. Pretty nice accolades for any senior aiming to make a living in the National Football League, and his collegiate career has earned him that right. But with that said, Shane, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? Good, good. Appreciate you having me on. Well, we appreciate you stopping by. We know you're busy. Right before we went live, you're down there in Tampa. You're training, uh, building up for that pro day. Um, when do you, do you arrive down in Tampa at Trenches Academy to kind of start working on the pro day craft? Yeah, I'm actually from Tampa. So, you know, this is kind of my hometown area. I've been with oh. the coach that I'm training with now. You know, I started training with him in high school, you know, and uh, his program that he started, you know, back when I was one of the first ones, that started going to him, you know, it's done nothing but grow. And now he's got a pretty elite, um, you know, combine program that he runs out of Tampa, Florida at the facilities. So, you know, it's going really well down here. You know, I love being, you know, around, around home and stuff like that to be able to train down here is just, you know, a blessing. That's, that is terrific. So basically when you're done training, you can actually go home, sleep in your own bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's pretty great. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, we got guys coming on the program every day. I mean, I, you know, guys are going back to hotel rooms or they're sharing Airbnbs with each other. I mean, so you have to have that. That's a nice, uh, that's a nice uh, perk, if you will, training. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, uh, what's your your height doesn't change, but I know, but uh, have you remained the same weight from your hula bowl, tropical bowl weigh in? Yeah, yeah, I'm still right there at 300. Yeah, and, and is, is that where you played at FIU? Is that is that where you feel most com- comfortable? Yeah, you know, I was always right there around 300. You know, sometimes I'd be a little bit under, you know, you know, 297, stuff like that. But, you know, I, I do feel most comfortable right there at 300. Well, it's, it's gotten you this far, and you've had a fabulous career. Like I said, one of the best in your conference. Um, now, let me ask you this, Shane. I mean, growing up, were you the more athletic kid, the bigger kid, or is that something you kind of grew into later in, you know, adolescence? Yeah, it's something I almost – I was always, you know, an athletic kid. I played a lot of different sports growing up. Me, my brother, and, and my sister all played a bunch of different sports. But I wasn't always, you know, the bigger kid. You know, I, I got pretty big in uh, in like sixth and seventh grade, and then I lost a bunch of weight in eighth grade. And then going into high school, you know, I really wasn't the bigger kid. I didn't play off the line until my junior year of high school. So, you know, it was a transition. Wow. But, you know, I just you know, did the best I could. 
Man, well, at least you found your position, right? You know, junior, junior recruiting is usually the big here for high school, so you kind of found your niche. Uh, I mean, junior year, you played the line. I mean, did you kind of flourish from that point on? Yeah, you know, it was kind of just bouncing around. You know, I started off playing linebacker my freshman year, and then I got, you know, I was a tight end my sophomore year. And then I, my coach asked me, you know, if I would play offensive line because that's, you know, where we needed bodies. And I moved to offensive line, started playing tackle, and then it kind of just fell in love with the position. You know, it's, it fits my personality. You know, you're always, you're always, you know, getting into it with somebody. You know, you're, it's, you know, it's a battle between you and who's in front of you every play. And, you know, I lived for that. So I kind of just really fell in love with the position, and now I can't imagine playing anything else. <laughs> well, you've done a fabulous job. Now, I'm curious. I did not I did not know you were a Florida kid. I did not know that. But with that said, coming out of high school, was FIU an easy choice just because you were staying in the state, or were there other opportunities that you thought you might leave the state of Florida? Um, you know, I, I closed my recruiting pretty early. I my, you know, your junior summer going into your senior years where, you know, a lot of guys start getting all their offers and stuff like that. And my brother was a, was the starting quarterback at FIU for two years prior to me going down there. And once I got that offer and, you know, got the opportunity to play with my brother and besides all the other great things that FIU had to offer, that was kind of the big, the big, the big one, you know, that made me choose, you know, going down there to play. You know, we always dreamed of playing each other in college after playing with each other at Pop Warner. So once I got the offer, you know, I committed the next day and, you know, I was just blessed to be able to go down there. Yeah, and he's referring to his brother, Alex Magoo. He also had an NFL career. And, and I, does that make it even more precious knowing that you're protecting your brother behind there? Yeah, you know, it always it's always something else you're thinking about. You know, it's not just your quarterback, but it's your actual brother. So, you know, he would always, uh, you know, especially being a center, you know, he's getting, you know, we had to do a lot of communication, but it almost made it easier because, you know, having that bond, you know, your whole life growing up together, you kind of knew his body language and stuff like that. So you could read the situation a lot better than, than maybe another guy that was on the field. Nice. And the benefit for you, Shane, being the younger brother and you protecting him, you know, if you're sitting there in your stance and you're starting to think about the days when he might have bullied you or he took the last piece of pizza or he used that big brother thing, you could be like, hey, sorry, bro, I missed the block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was definitely right? something anybody, a lot of people always ask if he ever, you know, made me mad during the week before. Would I just, would I just whiff on, you know, I could never do it. I could never do it to him. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I know you've, you've – I mean, center, I think, is, you know, your position of positions. You also played guard. And, you know, a lot of times, I mean, and I think it's – you know, they say the smartest guy out there is the center. How much did you just relish in the idea that you're the extension of the quarterback and just in terms of field study, you having that FIU offense ready to go every Saturday? Yeah, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, gets put on your back early. You know, I know my position coach, his – what he always did is he made, you know, the leaders in the room were the centers, you know, and my redshirt freshman year, you know, I would played center. So I, I was the one running, you know, off season individual drills with guys that were older than me and stuff like that. So it puts you in a leadership position pretty quick and be able to have that, you know, on your shoulders and look at older guys and, and look at them trusting you, even though, you know, you're just a young kid coming in, you know, it means a lot. And you do relish in the fact, you know, you, you fall in love with it. You know, you just, you love being in a leadership position. You love the extra pressure. You know, you a lot of people, you know, fold under pressure. You know, I like to think that I do thrive under pressure and I, I like it. You know, it adds a little more, 
a little more meaning to what you're doing and preparation during the week, you know, just making sure all your guys are ready because that would fall on your shoulders if they weren't. Fair enough. Once again, Shane Magoo, the standout FIU Panthers offensive lineman, kind enough to take some time out of training and joining us here as we build towards this 2021 NFL draft. Now, we mentioned earlier in the program you were able to uh, play and participate in the Tropical Bowl, then you headed out west, and we know to the Hula Bowl. Uh, what was it like for you to interact with those NFL scouts? I mean, you're there because they've seen your tape, but now they get to know Shane Magoo is the man. What was that like just letting them know who you are and what you bring to the table? Yeah, you know, it's a great opportunity. You know, those being able to go to those bowl games, especially with all the stuff that's going on in the world right now, you know, you didn't really know if those were going to be available to you this year, you know. And then when I when they reached out and I got the invites, you know, it, it's it's just such a great opportunity to be able to go in front of those guys and put put your resume out in front of all these teams and they get to see you play and practice against guys that you that you don't have tape going against because they're all from all different conferences, bigger conferences, smaller conferences, whatever you know, the top guys from all, all of their schools. So the, the the level of competition there is great, and to be able to go out there and perform in front of those scouts is, you know, undeniable. And it's just – it was great to be able to do it. You know, it was, the opportunity is one of a kind, and I'm glad I was able to go to multiple. Yeah, and two of them, especially in this COVID-stricken uh, type environment, to have two of those showcases – underneath your bed i just think that's just a tremendous uh opportunity for you as you go through this process uh, now you i mean you went through it i've been around it but you know scouts aren't going to sit there and just you know throw tons and tons and tons of accolades at your feet and praise you i mean they're there to just kind of feel you out but did you get any positive feedback that put a little pep in your step when you went through those weeks yeah you know i met with a, you know i met with a couple different teams um and just just getting called to go, you know, sit down with a scout from a certain team kind of kind of opens your eyes a little bit, you know. And even those little interactions you have with all those scouts, it's is you know, you just get a special feeling in your stomach, kind of, you know, that that it, it might be really happening, you know. So once you sit down with them, you know, of course you're nervous and stuff like that, but you just gotta you know loosen up, be yourself, and just let them know that you are who you are and. Hopefully, they you know they like who you are and they take a chance on you. Fair enough. And and your brother Alex, I mean, he went through this process. Is, have you leaned on him? I mean, have he has he been an instrumental? I guess you know instrument as you kind of go through this process. Yeah, absolutely. You know, with him already already have done all this this whole process that I'm going through right now. It really helps me, you know, if I ever have a question or, you know, what does this mean? You know, this guy said this to me, what do you think? You know, he's right there to just, you know, set me straight or tell me exactly what it means. And, you know, he's, you know, my, he's the big brother, so he, he always gives me some good advice and lets me lets me lean on him whenever I need to. Uh, okay, excellent. Good job for Alex. And when I always ask everybody who comes on the show, Shane, I mean, if we three in that film room with these scouts, they're breaking down the tape they're going to love about you. In your words, I mean, what are those hallmark home run abilities that set you apart that's going to get you on a 53-man roster? Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that really sticks out on my film is, you know, the aggression and the kind of the chip on my shoulder that I play with. You know, I'm not – I'm taking, you know, whatever shots I can get, I'm taking it. I don't – you know, I, I always say, you know, I'm not on the football field to make friends. Uh, and that's just that's just the game, you know. That's the position, especially in the offensive line and defensive line. You know, you, you're not going to be buddies with the guy, and just being able to control it too, and just not getting out of hand and lost in your 
bossing your emotions is something that, you know, I picked up along the way. And other than that, you know, my quickness and the speed of being a big guy, you know, is, is, is rare. And to be able to, you know, get in the right positions fast and recover is, you know, second to none. So being able to do that, you know, really, I, I do believe that sticks out. Awesome. Uh, we asked this as well. I mean, what goes unnoticed? Could have been the system you ran where you couldn't do certain things. Um, maybe team captain, weight room warrior. Um, we know you're a film junkie from the position you played. Great in the community. What else goes unnoticed that these teams need to know about as we close in on this 2021 NFL draft, Shane? Uh, you know, some of the some of the things that I think, you know, go unnoticed, everyone, you know, everyone sees the game and sees how you play, but it's hard to see the stuff, you know, off the field. You know, I do believe, and I'm I'm sure, you know, my teammates would say the same. You know, I, I I'm a leader at heart. You know, I I love I love co- like coaching guys up. You know, always helping the younger guys and just making sure everyone knows what they what they're doing. And you know, coach your back. Well, coach Davis always preaches. You know, coach your backup. You know, it's only competition for you to make yourself get better. And just really just bonding with all the guys in the locker room. You know, you don't really see that. And just the locker room friendly version of myself, I think is, you know, extremely high. You know, I love being in there joking around with the guys and then getting them serious when it's time to go. <laughs> I love it. Shane, we're almost out of time, man. I, there's so much to discuss. I can't believe we're almost out of time, but we always like to end the show um, with a, a few lighthearted questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Now, uh, Butch Davis is a very iconic, uh, legendary type coach. Um, during practice, is there any pet peeves that he has that would just kind of get him riled up and you guys look back and laugh about it now? Um, yeah, you know, we when we take a break, you know, walking, if he caught anybody walking to the, to the Gatorade coolers and stuff like that where we take a, you know, quick three-minute break, you know, that that wasn't his favorite thing ever. So he'd he'd get pretty fired up about that. Um, if the defensive line ever, like, you know, we were in a live scrimmage or something like that, and, you know, you're still not allowed to hit the quarterback. If they even got remotely close to the quarterback, he kind of has flashbacks to when he was at the Cowboys. So, so he, he'll stop everything that's going on and get on somebody pretty good. <laughs> And, and this is your show, and I'd like to hear it from you because you're instrumental in it. Um, that big win over Miami in 2019, 30-24, what was that victory like, and what was in it just relevant in that moment? That You know, that's something, you know, I will never forget in my whole life, and I'm sure no one that was there will. It was just it was just crazy just, just to see all the guys, like, sitting in the locker room before that game you know, it was just the weirdest feeling. You just you just had a feeling that like everything was going to go right, and we were going to go out there and like play our best football. And and the looks on everybody's faces, you looked in the locker room, and it, I'll just never forget that moment. And then after just seeing how happy you know all the guys were, all the coaches, the fans, everybody, it was just an awesome experience after the game in the locker room, getting to celebrate with everybody. Uh, that's a great story. And just to hear it from somebody that was actually part of it is uh, kind of special for our audience. And the final one, Shane, before uh, we let you go today, uh, that draft's going to be right around the corner. I'm sure that week, that weekend, you're going to be with family and friends. Who's the best cook in your family? And what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this next football journey? Um, you know, I'd have to say 
with immediate family that's here, my dad's probably the best cook. Um, my mom can bake pretty well, but my dad, you know, I, I'd, I'd, I'd love for him to be able to, you know, go out there and when we're watching the draft, just throw down on the grill, you know, make some, you know, wings, burgers, you know, all that kind of food, you know, offensive lineman's dream right there. <laughs> yes, it, it is. So, hey, man, well, dad is on the clock as well as you. Uh, best to you as you move forward. And, again, Shane, great career, and we really appreciate you sharing some of your time with us. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on again. No problem at all. Once again, that is Shane Magoody, standout FIU offensive lineman, standout center, if you will, and a lot to like about this kid. And I love how he talked about the aggression. Me personally, I know when I'm scouting a game and I'm able to be in the box with binoculars and you just watch an offensive lineman. That, to me, that is the heaven of watching a football game when you find that pissed-off O-lineman that kind of does all the nasty things, that the play's going to the left, but he's pushing his guy to the right. And a guy like that, it's so fun to watch, and as we listen to Shane talk, I think you get a little bit of that experience of that. that's what he liked to do, that tenacious nastiness. And you always want a tough guy in the trenches, and uh, Shane came across as that guy. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.